Hello, welcome to the Trial and Air Pod- Podcast with me. And I have Baz, who I asked him how to say his last name. I repeated it. He told me, let's just stick with Baz. So I've got him. He's been um, somebody I've known now for almost a year and who uh, messaged me online about that time ago. And we started working together through programming. And I asked him to come on and kind of speak and have a little conversation with him. So I appreciate you coming on, Baz. Hey, man. How are you doing? Good. And uh, how do you say your last name? Goolsbury. Goolsbury. <laughs> oh, Goolsbury. Whatever you, whatever, whatever, whatever comes into your mind is fine. Cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, I kind of want to start as just to give everybody a background of uh, how we got connected and got to kind of uh, be on this podcast together. So I don't know if you want to kind of share what got you to reach out to me and kind of this journey you've been on and we've been on. Yeah. So, so I think it was, six months before I actually like messaged you I was like checking out your Instagram and I was obviously following you and following your your I suppose daily posts and everything and I feel for me that it was what I was kind of looking for as a trainer as a coach as a mentor and I think I kind of looked at different people for a while and I I I seen you actually I've seen your CrossFit on YouTube which brought me to Instagram, which brought me to, uh, that's how I actually came about. So I think for me, um, the Zeus method training was like, oh, hello, this is definitely my style of training. And then, then yeah, so then I messaged you. And I think at that time then, it was six months late, it was like November, I think November time. I think um, our initial conversation was kind of just training, I think. But then obviously we had a conversation then and I, we kind of went into a little bit more in depth with goal setting and mindset and what we what, what I wanted to achieve. Um, and I think at that time, I think um, for me, meeting you was, you know, the best thing ever because for me, physically and mentally, um, it was uh, just meant to be. Yeah, I mean, it was so, yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm glad we're here. And obviously, you've been training and you uh, own a facility, correct? Yes. Yes. So it's, where's that at? Because you're not from the U.S., as people can hear with your accent. No. So I'm Irish, I am, but I live in, in the U.K., in Wales, so South Wales. So my facility was an old school body bodybuilding gym and now we've got crossfit and we've got classes and we've got bodybuilders and we've got oaps and we've got les mills we've got everything you could possibly think of which technically on paper doesn't work but actually it does (laughs) honestly we've got so many different communities uh, under one umbrella who absolutely just mesh as one and like I said, if you walked into the gym, we, like today, for an example, we've got some competitive bodybuilders posing. Then we've got a 65-year-old class plus doing some training in the back. We've got boxing. We've got children. We've got it all going on. So, yeah, we've got a big community in the gym, So I think, which I think is fantastic. As you know, the community in the community is what kind of, like, keeps everybody together, keeps us all motivated. So... Yeah, it's 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 uh it's good. It's really good. And how's everything been since? And I know we've talked uh in the past because obviously we met when you were in lockdown. Yeah. And currently, you are not in lockdown. Is that right? No. So like, 
we was in lockdown for like nearly 18 months and like I spent that 18 months as you know training like I've never trained before it, it was for me personally it was an opportunity to really come out of my comfort zone like lifting was always a sticking point for me you obviously brought me back right to fundamentals literally with the bar for like so many things um and lockdown in western person for my team what possible time to excel the best possible time to learn and progress and as you know it's it's paid dividends up to now so it's been it's been good training and a training perspective really um but yeah we've only come out of lockdown like six weeks ago we've only been open six weeks wow i know wow and you're and you're actually traveling out so you're in you said you're in wales yes and but you've been going out to london yes pretty regular too yeah, yeah. So, so I go, I travel, I train at Wit in London and I train in like some other gyms in London. But we, I think what's happened, I was chatting to some of the guys and um, we were having conversations because the season, obviously, it's the summer here. So we've got like national fitness games, we've got turf games, we've got all sorts of um, competitions going on. I think what's happened is everybody's just like booked everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I've literally done like, I've got two this weekend and I've got another two and then I've got another two and I've got another one. And I think I feel I actually haven't really done a lot of groundwork training because we've just been trained. We've been just competing so much, but I definitely think it's because of the back of COVID people want to be, we want to be in that community together because I think we've missed it so much. And I think for a lot of people in lockdown, it's been horrific. You know, we've all got, I know lockdown, positives and negatives and I think lockdown for me personally was a case of a complete or a lifestyle change for me so you know where I am now wasn't where I was at the start of lockdown um and I think for me now I'm in a much better place obviously thanks to you because you've been there uh coaching me not just physically but you, we've had a lot of um mindset kind of coaching as well so you know i do owe a lot to you personally as well so i do thank you for that as well so i appreciate i know that. a lot of i know we've uh yeah it's been it's been it's been hard for so many people but i think you gotta you gotta focus on the positives and kind of run with them um and just keep going yeah so we just keep competing and competing and competing well hopefully in the, in the winter now we can concentrate on going back to kind of basics again which I really enjoyed um and I think a lot of people are really afraid to go back to basics because as you know as as we discussed before there's so much ego training and ego trainers that just lifting the bar isn't okay because there's not 200 pounds on it or 100 kgs um and like we spoke about this before you know you it's really unfortunate that you've got all these Instagram people who are fantastic on Instagram and fantastic on the keyboard. But then when you come to do their workout and you do it better than them and they question your time uh, without even saying, oh, well done for me and for you, Nick, you like if someone's going to do our workout and beats us, we're going to say, well, well done. Like, absolutely. That's fantastic. Well, it's so unfortunate to so many people who can't bring themselves to just you know pat someone on the back essentially you know well i think that that's interesting you say that because i think when you when i started competing and in really training i think because there wasn't social media and there wasn't a lot of this stuff that 
what actually was happening was you would lose in a workout and you'd put, save it in the back of your head as in order for me not to lose, I need to get better. Mm -hmm. And then if you would win, you would kind of do the same thing for the other person. And what it became was it, it, the idea of internal competition and competition with others. And that's how you improve. And I think a lot of people get to this spot where if they lose, somebody has to cheat or there's a problem rather than just saying, Hey, sometimes we get beat. And yes, sometimes people cheat. And yes, sometimes things happen, but the reality is, are you improving? Cause the, if you're going to stay the same and just point your fingers at other people, then you're not really getting any better. And I think for all yeah. of us, that's the goal is we want to improve. And unfortunately the internet has allowed fingers to point very simply through a, an emoji. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who doesn't love an emoji? But yeah, it's so true. <laughs> yeah. So I think that I think it's tough. I mean, I, I obviously get a, a lot of stuff, but I I always joke and I say this kind of in the gym too when you hear things is you're gonna you're gonna the the negative stuff gets very loud. Very so whenever there's something negative, I always tell myself, comment 10 times to the positive. Mm -hmm. So if I comment or Go, I have to go back and do 10 things positive. And what's actually really cool about that is early on, I was so focused on the negative that I was hearing and seeing. And nowadays I don't get much negative. So it's crazy because I probably get 10 to 20 times more positive stuff that I automatically respond to. And there's not as much negative. It doesn't mean it's not there, but I don't see it as much. Is that because you think, do you think because you choose not to focus on the negative and you use that as a positive or do you think because you don't allow yourself to be consumed by negativity i probably i'd probably say a little bit of both um as far as like i see the positive more because i'm not looking mm. for the negative and i also see negative as more pain on the other side like i have i have yeah. um empathy for that because i understand mm. who i am i understand that i'm super happy i understand i understand myself very well yeah and People who don't know me don't understand me. So to take what they're saying as something of value in my life just shows me that there's probably not a whole lot there or there's some stuff they're dealing with. that, And, and it's not my job to judge and, and get angry at them because they're obviously hurting. And I would rather be a positive in that. Mm. And I think, it, like, just reflect on what you said, people def like deflect their insecurities onto you because they just can't deal with it in in everything really and yeah it's it's so true isn't it yeah and that and that's kind of my big thing in COVID I, I you've heard me probably say it 50 times or more and and I, I say it quite a bit maybe not publicly but expectations are something I've learned a lot about and mm -hmm. that's not just expectations but that you having an expectation on me is totally fine that's just your, it's, it's an opinion. It's a, it's a, a personal view. Yeah, it's not, and, and I'm all for that. It's mm. hard for us though, to accept other people's opinions and expectations. Yeah. Like for me, I think I, I wrote out something today. I haven't posted it and I don't know if I'm going to, but I wrote out where it was actually, I'm going to, I'm going to pull this up because I can do it. Cause this is live time. And I yes. write, if you don't, if you know me, I write notes in my phone all the time. But what I wrote was this. Um, people who don't want what you want will ask you, why are you doing that? And then tell you their fears around why you shouldn't and they wouldn't. 
they get to have an opinion, but they don't own your dreams. Don't quit on them. Ask people who are doing it and see what they have to say, not those scared of doing it. I love that. that so, but that's true. Yeah, that's a big thing. I look at like expectations or somebody else's dreams being pushed on you. And mainly yeah. it's their fears of not being able to fulfill those, but they're not their dreams. Mm-hmm. And that's why I always say like, if there were somebody who already did it, would they tell you not to do it? Or would mm-hmm. they tell you to keep going? And if somebody yeah. hasn't done it and is scared, would they tell you to stop or keep going? And that's why I always look at, if somebody's doing more than you, they're never going to tell you you're doing too much. And if somebody's doing less than you, they're always going to say, you should slow down. You're doing too much. So who are you going to listen to? And this is the thing. I think we're so consumed by other people's opinions. We're so consumed by what other people think. And I think sometimes when you actually disregard what other people think or disregard what other people expect you to do or their expectations on you, you're a different person. Yep. You're not the same person. You've changed. You, you've you changed your life. Yeah, but that's the choice I've made for myself. Yep. It's right now. Yeah. Change is guaranteed. We try to hold it off, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, it, and it's hard to accept people who are changing in a direction that you don't understand. So I think instead of trying to, to be okay with somebody else's dreams is something we need to be okay with. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think that that's something that is hard because you can also say one day you want something and then the next day do something else and people will get mad mm-hmm. and they, they'll tell you, ah, and you're like, it changed. Like mm-hmm. I changed. I, I, you know, that's why I don't ever, I try to never say never or forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to say like, I'm gonna do this forever or I'll never do that because that's not true. I don't know. And this is true, isn't it? And like people are so quick to judge like, and, like, and I think sometimes it's really a shame that people, people like, again, we go back to Instagram, who you look at, who are inspiring others and inspiring other people. And, and then they portray themselves as one thing, but actually they're not really that person. And it's so frustrating because, you know, I've been in situations in the past year where I've been doing certain things, like certain workouts and certain all sorts of stuff. And I've had people like inbox me or message me and say, well, you haven't locked your arms out. You haven't done this. You've said this is wrong. You said that is wrong. You said this is wrong and all sorts of stuff. And I'm thinking, it used to get me like, get me down. I'm thinking, why are all these people like so hell bent on telling me what I've done wrong? Instead of just saying, you know what, Baz, you've tried your best so well. I don't claim to be the best. I'm far from the best. And, you know, I look up to you for an example and I look at you and, and I learn so much from you and we have this conversation all the time. But I think it's like what you were saying. It says a lot about that person who feels the need to send you an inbox to say X, Y, and Z is wrong. It just says a lot about who they are. And it's such a shame that there's so many people like that. It is. And it's hard because that's not to say they're bad. It's Absolutely just, you're not. like, why can't we like talk nicer to each other? <laughs> Absolutely. And then the I thing is, like, I, don't, I don't really person. have any... Yeah. And you see these people like and they say hello and you're like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's just I think so it's such a shame that like like you say about like emojis, like you know, that we're like everything is an emoji these days. But I wish that we could kind of like engage more as a community and like actually have like conversations like what we're having now. I think it's more productive. We will get a lot more done. You know, there, there won't be as much like competition. Yep within a competition it's just 
Yeah. Well, I think what you said uh, just before that, like, you know, you see all these people online, but you don't know what's real. No. You know, and then you, and sometimes it is exactly what it is. And sometimes mm. nothing like it is. And sometimes there's mm. something in between. And it's another thing that I've heard is, you know, don't, don't believe what you're allowed to see, believe what you know. And yeah, a lot yeah. of times, a lot of times you only know what you see. So then don't make judgments on it. Don't, don't yeah. take it for face value. Just allow mm -hmm. it to inspire or, or turn you off and, and unfollow or what, but don't take it as that is the full truth. Just take it as it's what you're being told you can see. Yeah. And, and if you know different, that's great. Like you, you might see something example, like, like you said, we've talked and we know each other. You may see something from me that might not make you happy. Like mm. you may see something and be like, wow, man, that made him sound like a jerk, but I know him. And maybe that came off wrong or maybe he had a bad day or maybe, right. Because there's more to it. But if that was the first impression you'd, and if you literally thought this is face value, this is who he is. <laughs> I hate him forever. And now what will happen is you will tell people who don't know me, who have never heard of me things about me and they will then hate me without knowing me. And that's, a spiraling problem is people don't like you because other people told them things about you who don't, who don't even know you. Oh my God. You know what? This is so, <laughs> this is so prevalent right now in my like current situation. This is what, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you've just said that, but it's so true. Yeah. And it's it happens so, a lot. So true. It happens a lot. And most of the time we never hear about it, which is what leads me to say it doesn't actually matter. Absolutely not. And the thing is, what people say is what they're going to say. You can't control what people say. You can't control what people think. At the end of the day, you just be the best version of you. And, you know, it shines through, doesn't it? Yep. You can't pretend to be somebody else but yourself. Yep. Well, this is not the training convo. That's why I, I kind of told Baz before we got on, I was like, we're just going to probably talk. So, um, again, if you've chatted with me, you'll know, like I can go really deep. And sometimes people will say that they're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And, uh, Nick, I watch your live videos and you're talking about one thing and next I, I go off for 10 minutes to do something. I come back on and you're talking about something completely different. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I love it. I'm exactly the same. And then I've got this skill where I can come back to two conversations ago and people are like, oh, I thought we finished that conversation. No, no, this is a continuation of the one to 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can, I can, uh, I wouldn't say I had that squirrel mentality, but I can just, I can jump real quick and then go hundred miles an hour and leave behind what I was and then pull it back up and continue. Yeah. And I, that, yeah. And I think it's just pure joy and love of like, like I, I love to give and to mm. like teach to a fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, and that's something I'm yeah. I actually am trying to work on because I definitely struggle with that to where sometimes I'll teach or try to teach somebody or help somebody who I, I finally look at them a minute in and realize they didn't want any help or they didn't need yeah. it. And uh yeah, so I just love like if I have information, it just comes out naturally. I don't even you know, it's I, not it's I, not like a four situation then, is it? it just flows and you could yeah. before you know you've been speaking for two hours like we've we've been on zoom yeah. before and it's like hmm, we've been speaking for an hour and a half we haven't even talked about training like you just said yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah. um is there a 
question. Is there anything, so obviously going kind of like on the mental health side, I guess is where we're kind of speaking about right now. Yeah. Is there any um, advice you would give to somebody who's kind of listening and maybe they're like, wow, I didn't even know I was interested in hearing these conversations. They're like, holy crap, like what the heck? This is nothing like what I thought it would be. Is there anything you would say to somebody if uh, maybe kind of where you're coming out of or where you're going, some advice you would give to somebody? Yeah, so I think... So for me, I did, this, I did a competition a couple of weeks ago and we had a videographer there and we had this conversation, very similar conversation about, um, he asked me why, why I do what I do. And I said, you know, fitness is my antidote. It's my remedy. It's my prescription for so many things. And I'm, I'm fortunate that, you know, I don't suffer from anxiety, but I get it. So many people do. And I get on the back of COVID, so many, so much more people do as well. And you know, I see it in work. I see it with my clients. People are fearful even to come to the gym, like post-COVID, like we've been open like six weeks and even now. And I think for me personally, I think fitness is like, is everything. I absolutely love it so much that I think if I, if I, if I was to stop doing fitness, I don't know where I would be mentally because I think for me, training like three times a day is normal for me because I normally have two classes and you know I train twice a day mm -hmm. and it's excessive but I think I've always been that like my mother tells me from a child I would do gymnastics for 10 hours every day like I've always been that since a child so that's who I've been so I've always had so much energy that if I don't burn it off I kind of get into my head um, and I think mentally and personally, it's got me through such a such a difficult time, especially through COVID, especially through, yeah, especially through COVID. And I think when I was at probably my lowest point, I was training four times a day because it was the only thing to keep me sane. I was like, the bar was like my best friend. Uh -huh. And from going in there, picking it up and chucking it around, whatever my programming was on that day, it was like, say, it was like my savior. I can't, you know, you know what I mean. For yep. people who don't understand what I mean, like it's that feeling of accomplishment, that feeling that you've done something. Nobody's telling you anything back because the, the, obviously the bar doesn't speak to you, yeah. but you're almost like, if it could, it would tell you well done. And sometimes yeah. that's all you need at the end of the session is that sense of achievement, a sense of, you know. And you don't need somebody to do that. No. It does it itself. It's it literally, yeah, it does what it does itself, doesn't it? Um, and I just think it, it's, you know, if the medical profession could really appreciate how much it helps people mentally, it would be on the National Health Service as a provider instead of just giving people antidepressants don't get me wrong antidepressants you know are they do what they do and people are absolutely yeah, I understand. Them. Yeah. 100 percent. i'm not saying they don't but if the medical profession actually researched the benefits the pros and cons of training i think you know we all would be in a in a better mental yeah. state 100 yeah there Definitely. is a place for everything and i think a lot of times we under we undervalue just the preventative benefits of yeah like just basic <laughs> like healthy living exercise and you, what you're talking is an extreme side right you don't yeah. need four four sessions a day you don't need those things 
but absolutely not. I can 100% say you need something. Yeah. For, to become healthier, you need something. Absolutely. Like I, I, I was speaking, I had a client today who hasn't trained for three years and was really anxious and didn't like, was really, really afraid to come in. And literally we did 30 minutes because that's what they, that's all they could, were capable of doing today. And that was absolutely fine. And then they messaged me straight away and was like, Baz, I already feel accomplished. Yep. Just me getting to the gym was the biggest thing of the last six months. I cried outside. Thank you so much. And that to me is so rewarding. It's not about like lifting whatever you want to lift. It's that, that for me is a job well done. That's life more changing. than anything. Yeah, that's life changing. Yeah, of course it is. And you know, you know this yourself, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Is there any way that people can look you up, follow you? You obviously got a bunch of competitions coming up, you said. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, but anywhere people can see kind of what you're doing, check you out. So on my on my Instagram, Baz Goolsbury PT, um, on Instagram and on Facebook as well. So I think you can tag us in, can you? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it down in the notes. Yeah, fantastic. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure as always. I always look forward to our catch up, as you know. <laughs> awesome. Well, this was Baz on the Trial and Air podcast with me, Nikki Rankar. Have a good one and talk to you soon.